Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers did Lakers things again. They continue to do Lakers things. So we're going to talk about the Lakers doing Lakers things some more. Let's start with the game. The Lakers lost to the Indiana Pacers at home, 111 to 104. That was the Indiana Pacers. I think they were like, yeah, that was their fourth win of the season away from Indiana. They improved to 4-17 and on the road now, having beaten the Lakers last night. So that's always great. Uh, the Lakers looked like they were coasting. Uh, they they really did. It really looked like they were they were getting out and they were running. They uh, looked capable of of offering a haymaker that would end the game at any moment. And then you know, as we have seen from the Lakers basically all this year, they allowed Indiana to hang around. Whether it was bad shot, shot selection, whether it was poor lineup decisions, whether it was uh, lazy defensive rotations or the lack thereof completely. Uh, whether it was extra opportunities, Indiana tonight, uh, <laughs> Indiana tonight grabbed 48 rebounds to the Lakers, 40, 28 rebounds of the, uh, no, 14 offensive rebounds to the Lakers, 12. So nothing really to write home about, uh, at all there where it really stands out though, that Indiana scored 62 points in the paint. On a night where uh, Dwight Howard only played 13 minutes and uh, Carmelo Anthony played 30 minutes. You can do some pretty simple math there. Uh, I thought the biggest stretch of this game, much like Utah, Lakers were able to uh, make up for the mistakes in the late second, early third quarter. Uh, They made a lot of those same mistakes tonight. The difference being that Stanley Johnson played 16 minutes tonight uh, compared to the role that he played in beating the Utah Jazz a couple nights prior and and Carmelo Anthony getting the amount of run that he got to, got tonight. Uh, and, and again, the effect that he had on both sides of the ball, it was not great on either side of the ball. But again, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll again basically explain the issue that the Lakers have at the end of the second and then heading into the third is that if you end the second quarter with something close to your starting group, or in this case, I believe the start or the, the group that finished the second quarter was like uh, Russ, THT, Avery Bradley, LeBron, and Dwight. And either LeBron and Dwight or, or LeBron and, and Stanley Johnson. But you have zero reputed shooters in that group. And Indiana turns basically a, you know, 13, 14 point lead or, or, or in their case, they were down by 13 to 14 points. They turn that into being only down about six points. Right. And instead of the Lakers either maintaining that lead or expanding on it and heading into the half up about 20 with momentum, you head into the half only up six with no momentum with a bad starting group coming onto the court to start the second half. And lo and behold, that bad uh, starting group starts the second half, and they were bad. And they give up the lead. I believe LeBron exited the game once the uh, Pacers had already taken the lead. And and so if you, <laughs> if you basically have LeBron on the court for those, you know, eight total basketball minutes, 
and he is not optimized in any of them. And then once the lead is given up, he then subs out. How do you think that's going to (laughs) go? And, you know, the Lakers kind of made it a game from from there on out. Uh, It was kind of back and forth, and they, they at some points kind of maintained a six or seven point lead that started dwindling down, and then eventually... Uh, the Pacers wind up leading by double digits in the fourth quarter, and that was it. It was over. And that was the game that was. It's a script that we have seen way too much of this year. It's a, it's a script that uh, I hope somebody's lighting on fire. Speaking of fires, uh, after that game, you would think to yourself, And basically, everybody on Twitter, everybody watching was like, oh, well, we know that the rumors after the Lakers won their biggest game of the season, the leak following that was, oh, well, Frank was coaching for his job, got lucky that they won, and his seat is still hot despite the the big win against the Utah Jazz. So you think, all right, well, if he's being evaluated on a game-by-game basis and he loses a very winnable game to this Indiana Pacers team that again entered tonight three and 17 away from home. <laughs> uh, you would think, all right, that's it. This guy's gone. Hell, I would have, <laughs> I, I think Frank probably thought he was gone uh, based on his benching uh, Russell Westbrook down the stretch. Russ didn't like that. He went straight back to the uh, locker uh, locker room basically to finish the game and then got dressed and left without talking to reporters. Frank was asked after the game uh, what went into the decision to not play Russell Westbrook down the stretch, and he gave a quote that was very similar to the quote that uh, Mike D'Antoni gave when he was crapping on Pau Gasol, where he said, yeah, I played the guys who I thought was going to win me the game, in which case, Frank, why was Melo out there? Uh, so (laughs) So Frank is going out, you would think, going full hit him up on his way out the door. And we find out shortly thereafter from a few reporters. And then I, I, you know, we're all able to confirm it here too. Uh, No, Frank isn't getting fired. So Frank now has to get onto a plane (laughs) with an incredibly upset Russell Westbrook and try to get the Lakers to buy back into playing for his job. This is not tenable. And look, I'm the guy, by the way, who thinks that Frank shouldn't be fired. And now somehow the Lakers are so inept that I'm sitting here annoyed at the fact that they didn't fire the guy. What? (laughs) This is me laughing through pain. This is me just like going full Joker. They have turned me into the Joker. I'm just going to sit here and laugh my way through this until this godforsaken season ends but again you're telling this coach after a big win uh by way of leak that and by the way the leak could have come from the coaching staff as well it could have come from frank vogel relaying to reporters hey this is what they told me heading into that game we got this win and here we are still so you never really know who these leaks are coming from and some of the leaks like you can kind of piece it together, right? Where if Kurt Rambis is out there getting dumped on publicly for telling Frank to play DeAndre Jordan and Dwight Howard more, that feels like something from the coaching staff, probably. But still, without getting too far into that aspect of it, 
Uh, that is still the news cycle leading up to this one. And the Lakers played really hard in the, in, in the first half. And they let go of the reins in the uh, second quarter. They really started seeing it slip in the third and then just got wiped out in the fourth. So you look at the, the, the scores here, right? 32-23 to 23 in the first quarter, Lakers. 27-24 in the second quarter, Indy. 26-24 in the third quarter, Indy. 35-24, Indy. And this is a team, by the way, and the roster, like if you and I, if you listening to this and I recording this know that Frank is probably on his way out, the team knows also. So as the team knows that this guy is probably canned if they don't win and they put together that fourth quarter, how do you think the next game is going to go? Like, how do you think? I'll give you a guess, right? And maybe they maybe they mess around because Orlando is terrible. Maybe they mess around and they win against Orlando. Their, their schedule after that is incredibly difficult. And and then you're looking at, you know, a night by night. Like every time the Lakers lose, we're going to get some kind of leak of one way or the other. We're going to have to peer into the Lakers practice facility, the UCLA medical facility, and see what smoke comes out of the window. Like that's that's what we're doing here. What are we doing? What? What? It, what? <laughs> and again, it's like I said yesterday. At the end of the day, incompetent people do incompetent things. The Lakers saw the reaction to the reports that Frank Vogel was on a hot seat after winning a big game, and they saw that people were not thrilled. The news cycle after that was people killing uh, Rob Palenka for Rob uh, from roster construction. People were killing. Uh, the players for uh, the way that they have played at times. Uh, People were pointing out the fact that firing a guy while you're still missing Anthony Davis seems kind of stupid. I I think on the year, we've had six games of Russ, LeBron, and AD out there that didn't feature DeAndre Jordan. Six of them. And that is the data sample that we're going to be working with when you're making a decision on a good to maybe very good head coach. And the replacements, by the way, are either like a rookie Phil Handy or a not great David Fisdale in that role, right? He's he's widely renowned as a as an assistant coach, fairly widely renowned, um, and and not great as a head coach. And those are your options there, unless you want to hire from outside. And again, like we talked about yesterday, if you hire from the outside. You're asking some coach to step in with no time, basically. Hey, hey, could you mind stepping in here, fixing everything, and trying to implement your system and your culture and all of that? Uh, oh, by the way, we only have, uh, looks like, 35 games to go or something like that. 37 games to go. Good luck. Here we go. And and yeah, all I can do is laugh. It's like I said earlier. I've gone full joker. If you can anticipate ineptitude and you have seen ineptitude and that is what you're basing that anticipation on, then the bar just gets lower and lower and lower and lower. And today, I thought the bar was underground. I thought, all right, they lost this game. The predictable thing here, even though it wasn't really fair to do, was going to be to fire Frank Vogel and try to move forward and try to get some kind of actual reset 
to the season was something changing. Didn't even get that. Who the hell knows where we go from here? That's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown podcast for up to the minute news and information and updates on the Frank Vogel situation, because I'm sure we're going to get that. Uh, check out superscreenroll.com. If something major happens, I will hop back on here and record an emergency uh, Lakers lowdown to go over whatever the new news might be. I'll tell you right now, if they fire this guy after I recorded this and another hour-long episode uh, talking about the fact that they didn't fire the guy, I'm going to be pissed. So either way, we get some fireworks. Until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.